The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast on a Thursday night, and the 2019 NFL season has officially begun. Uh, The first game just ended between the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. The Packers won a defensive battle 10-3 in what was a kind of a lackluster offensive game, but nonetheless, good to have football back, regular season is back, and this, of course, is week one of the Scorching Six Picks. We're entering our fourth season of the Scorching Six, and joining me uh, tonight for Week One Scorching Six, he's been here since day one from Dallas, Texas. Akshay, what up, Akshay? Yo, Zichan, what's up, bro? Uh, it's good to be back again, man. Uh, you know, we just had our first game of the season. The Bears once again is disappointed. No offense whatsoever. Our defense is good, but uh, I don't know, man. The Bears seem to be. Uh, Going down the same path again, so uh, we'll see what happens again this year with them. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's what the Bears were, were pretty much built on last season. Their defense, led by Khalil Mack and then Leonard Floyd, Roquan Smith, and it's kind of uh, kind of disappointing that their offense can't get it together, considering that they have Matt Nagy as their head coach and he's kind of a quarterback friendly, and he has good offensive schemes, but we'll see what happens uh, as the season progresses. But on the other side, for Green Bay, uh, their defense looked really good today as well, only allowing three points. Is is that just uh, a matter of the Bears' weak offense, or d- do we actually see something here for Green Bay moving forward this season? I think we see something here for Green Bay, bro. I mean, uh, their defense was legit today. I mean, uh, granted, the Bears' offense was horrible, but they couldn't do a damn thing, and, uh, but uh, I think Green Bay's offense is. Uh, I think they'll be not. I mean, I don't think it's going to be as it was like uh, I would say, like maybe four years ago. But uh, but uh, I think it could be legit. I mean, uh, they can rely on their defense, and hopefully, their offense can do can do something uh, to win the games. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if their defense gets together, they can be a serious contender for sure. But we'll see how that progresses for them throughout the entire 2019 season. Yeah. But exactly. with that, let's get into the the slate of games for the Sunday slate of games. We'll start uh, first game. It's uh, we got Atlanta at Minnesota. The home team Vikings giving four points in this one. What do you think? Ah, uh, this one, bro. I'm going to. Uh, this is a tough call for me. I'm going to go with the Vikings here. I think it, home field advantage. I, I know Atlanta's offense is always good. Uh, their defense is uh, is not bad either. But I, I, I think with the, the Vikings with the home field advantage, in the first game of the season, I have to go with them. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, kind of a tough one. I mean, bo- these are both kind of indoor stadium playing teams. Uh Vikings obviously uh, have the better defense, no doubt for sure, with their their excellent corners and then their good front four. But I think 
Matt Ryan, as we've seen, has always thrived in, in dome-type stadiums. He's an indoor stadium this this Sunday as well. So I think he's going to have a good game. And I think the duo of Ridley and Julio Jones for Atlanta, I think, is going to, in my opinion, both go over 100 yards uh, receiving. And I think Atlanta's going to gonna um win this one outright so i'm gonna i'm gonna take atlanta plus four and i think they're gonna win this one 27 to 24 all right sounds good all right game number two another early afternoon game you got the defending nfc champion la rams traveling to charlotte to take on the home team carolina panthers and we got the road team the rams giving two points in this one what do you think Ah, uh, this one here, bro, I got to think of. Let's see here. Okay, Rams are traveling to Carolina, and they're giving up two points. All right. Uh, this one, I know the Rams were excellent last year. I mean, they ended up losing. Uh, they didn't get to the Super Bowl, but I know. I'm sorry, they lost to the Super Bowl. Uh, but, uh, you know, this one here, uh, I got to think about this one, bro. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go with the Rams here. I just think they're they're too good of a team. Carolina, I think it's uh, Carolina with uh, with their quarterback. Uh, I forget his name, but it's it's always up and down. It's, I don't think Carolina's management, is, like I said, over years and years, I don't think they know what they're doing with their offense. You know, why don't you? If they keep on doing this, uh, uh, if they keep on running the ball with the uh, no, I don't know uh, that, but the one why we dropped it at the end of the too. <laughs> I forget his name, who that guy, uh, uh, the scat back from Stanford. Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey, McCaffrey, yes, what I'm saying. You, you McCaffrey, 25, 25 touches a damn game. <laughs> You're going to win the game. Because uh, uh, Carolina's um, uh, coaching doesn't want to do that. They, they want to spread the ball and do other things and and then rely on Cam Newton's arm and running, and in the end, it never works. In my mind, at least. Okay, I mean that—that's definitely a fair point. Uh, you got the Rams uh, minus two. Uh, I definitely have to agree one hundred percent with your pick. I mean, like you said, Cam Newton uh, inconsistent, and then it's even more worrisome now with his uh, his shoulder issues and stuff. So he's kind of limited uh, on throws he can make down the field to the receivers and then you were just mentioning Christian McCaffrey I think they're by not by choice but they're going to be forced to kind of go to him more and kind of give him probably 30 plus touches a game I mean if if you combine the 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 screen passes and all the receiving stuff as well I think he will get over 30 touches a game and he 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 was already kind of there last season when he because he had I think he had a lot of receptions last year as well. You think he had something in the ballpark of seventy receptions too. So he's all he's already kind of been working his way up to be a workhorse. But I think this season more than ever they're going to have to be forced to make him a workhorse legitimately just because of Cam Newton's health issues and his shoulder issues and his inconsistent quarterback plays ever since they lost to the Broncos in the Super Bowl. But on the other side, it's it's the Rams obviously coming off a, a heartbreaking loss in the Super Bowl. They only scored three points. Uh, but I think this is the type of game where they're going to get back rolling. They got Cooper Cup coming back from the torn ACL. Uh, all signs indicate, uh, all reports are that he looks 
very spry and looks good on the field from preseason and, pra- and training camp. So it looks like they got their full receiving core back. The only kind of question going into the season is Todd Gurley. We'll see what happens there. But even without him or with a limited Todd Gurley in this game, I think they are much better than uh, the Panthers. And I only got to swallow two points. So I'm going to swallow the two points with the Rams. I think they're going to win this one 31 to 24. All right, next game, game three, last early afternoon game on on this week's slate. Kansas City Chiefs uh, traveling to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars, and you got the road team Chiefs laying three and a half. What do you think? I think uh, I have to go with the Chiefs, bro. I mean, (laughs) they're a high-offense team. I know Jacksonville has a great defense, uh, but I'm worried about how much they're going to score. It's a new system. You have a new quarterback. You know, it's, it, uh, it might take some time for them to gel, but I, I do expect the Chiefs to, to continue rolling, dude. I mean, I don't think there is, um, I don't think there has anything to stop them from from doing that. So I definitely have to go with the Chiefs. I say they do cover the 3.5. Okay. Yeah. I mean, with Jacksonville, obviously, after almost making the Super Bowl, beating the P- Patriots in the 2017 season. Very disappointing uh, season last year, uh, only winning five games, and their their defense kind of uh, sla- floundered and uh, quarterback issues with uh, Blake Bortles. Now they got Big Dick Nick in the mix. So what do we see from Big Dick Nick this season? What do you think? I think he'll have a good season, bro. I, uh, I think he'll uh, – I mean, I definitely see him being much better than Bortles. <laughs> Has ever won in his career. Uh, but, uh, I mean, Nick uh, – Nick's been there, dude. He's been in the Super Bowl. He's he's won the um, he's won the Super Bowl. He's I mean he he has the experience. Whether he can uh, he can bring it to the Jaguars, well, that's to be determined. But I think all the intangibles are there. I mean, you have a great defense in Jacksonville. Uh, he does have to make heroic plays. Just uh, just keep the do game management and and score. And that's it. And I uh, think defense can take care of itself. Yeah, I mean, with Nick Foles, obviously, we saw outside of his stints with the Eagles uh, in his career, he's been pretty bad, pretty mediocre, pedestrian with the Chiefs, the Rams. So I don't. It's it's kind of going to be kind of interesting to see how he kind of excels here and uh, how he how he plays, how he, he does outside of offensive uh, favorite offensive favorited types. Uh, Systems with uh, Doug Peterson, Chip Kelly back in 2013. So that's an interesting thing to see. But I don't, I don't know if I don't think he can keep up the kind of the production he had in Philadelphia. But I think he can be definitely be better than Bortles. That's not really saying much. But getting back to the kind of the matchup, the Chiefs laying three and a half. Uh, The Chiefs just too high powered for Jacksonville. The only kind of wrinkle about this this game. It's in Jacksonville, and we got the hurricane situations going on, so weather might play somewhat of an issue. And uh, unbelievable, I don't know how. There's always some sort of hurricane first uh, first game of the season or something, and then all three Florida teams have home games this this weekend: Tampa, Miami, and Jacksonville. So uh, that's maybe something they have to look look for in the future to kind of watch how they they schedule these the opening games of the season but back to the matchup it's I mean Chiefs are just too much and we only got to swallow three and a half so I'm going to swallow three and a half for sure 
I'm going to agree with you, Akshay. I think uh, the Chiefs win this one. I'm going to go I'm gonna go 34 to 21 Chiefs in this one. All right, nice. All right, and we'll move into the late afternoon slate. So we got one late afternoon game. These are two teams that probably won't be on the scorching six in the later weeks of the season, but uh, what the hell, we'll put them on uh, week one. Detroit Lions uh, taking on the Cardinals. The Cardinals are at home, and the road team, the Lions, giving two and a half. What do you think? You know, this one, bro, is the Cardinals, I mean, uh, with their rookie quarterback and all the stuff that's going on with the, with the new coach coming in, you know, it's, uh, I know they're playing at home. I know Detroit, uh, I mean, you have the veteran, Stafford, you have um, with their wide receivers. I think they had to, I think they, they just have a little too much experience. I'm going to go with Detroit in this game. I say they come in and they win it by at least a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to agree with you again here. I mean, the Cardinals are awful. Like I like I mentioned in the NFC over unders pod uh, a few days ago. So if you're in a survivor pool betting against the Cardinals every week, you you probably have a good chance to move on and keep keep going on a survivor pool. And this seems kind of similar to the Cardinals opening game last season. They were at home hosting Washington. I think Washington was only a three point favorite. And I took Washington as well last week, uh, last year in the first game against the Cardinals, and they ended up blowing out the Cardinals uh, on the road. And I think that's something similar we see here. We we have to swallow only less than a field goal here. I mean, minus two and a half. I think it's a no-brainer for, uh, in my opinion. So I agree with you 100% here, Akshay. I think Stafford. Uh, will be able to find his receivers and his tight ends. And I think the Lions will put up at least 27, and I think they'll win 27-17 uh, to 17 in this one. All right. Sounds good. All right. Moving on to game number five. It's Sunday night in prime time from Foxborough, Massachusetts, Gillette Stadium. We got the defending champion Patriots. Uh, they'll be getting their rings uh, on this night. And they're hosting their arch nemesis in the AFC, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they're giving five and a half in this one. What do you think, Akshay? Uh, I have to go with the Patriots, bro. Uh, no, uh, um, no uh, how, how would you say? Uh, no favoritism for me there. Uh, uh, for me on, on this game, it's just that I think Steelers are, you know, without uh, cause they have a new running back, new wide receivers. Antonio Brown's gone, and then uh, I don't know what's happening with him in in, uh, in Oakland now. You can see he could possibly be suspended for his helmet thing. And so, I mean, uh, I think uh, I read today that he uh, he got into it with an assistant coach or something. Yeah, he got he got into argument with their GM yesterday, I believe. And- oh, oh, the GM. Okay, I'm not. That's uh, yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> the GM. So it's like you're going to be suspended, suspended by the Raiders. So we'll see what what happens there, but. I think the Steelers are, I mean, I think um, they're still a good team, even with all these changes, but I think that with the Patriots playing in New England and the Patriots fresh off uh, a Super Bowl victory, you know, I, I, I think the Patriots will be too much. I predict them to win by at least a touchdown. Okay. Yeah, I mean, here we got um, um, two of probably kind of the, the better teams in the AFC kind of going into the season. Uh, obviously, the Steelers, no more Le'Veon Bell. He's uh, with the Jets now. Uh, they didn't have him all of last season. Uh, 
Antonio Brown obviously traded the Raiders, uh, and it's become even worse for him. Uh, his divish, divish qualities are being brought to light even more now with a very uh, horrifically run organization in the, the Raiders for the last 15 seasons. So, but with the Steelers, I think, I mean, James Conner obviously emerged last season, looked very good in the place of Le'Veon Bell. Uh, he's kind of, he's the the legitimate uh, guy in the backfield for them. And then now Juju Smith-Schuster is the number one option as a receiver. And their tight end, Vance McDonald, I think is due for a breakout season, in my opinion. I think he's going to play really well this season. I think the Steelers will be able to put up points against the Patriots, but I don't think they will be able to stop the Patriots on the other end. So I'm going to have to agree with you here again, Akshay. So we agree four in four games in a row after disagreeing on the first one. So I'm going to swallow the five and a half here with the Patriots. And I think they're going to win this one. I'm going to go 38 to 28 Patriots in this one. All right. Nice. High scoring game there, Will. We'll see. Yeah. And then uh, we'll move into the last game on the week one slate. Some Monday night game. A early start. Um, we got a a start at seven Eastern, so kind of uh, a little bit before prime time. So this one we got the Saints, uh, the home team, hosting the Houston Texans, and giving seven points. What do you think, Akshay? I think this game Saints have a new uh, uh, what's that? We'll see who's going to play game one out. I know Breeze is going to be a starter, but they have. Uh, I think they picked up uh, somebody last year in the draft who was pretty high. So I think he's going to eventually uh, be taking over for Breeze sometime, maybe this season. Maybe not this season, but not this season. season. I don't think this season, really. No, this is, I don't think so. Unless I don't, something no, no, really I, drastic I happens, right? This isn't. No, no. Maybe he's a, I think he should just sit out one year and, and learn the Breeze. But uh, I think he's here, apparent at this point. But uh, I think the Saints are. Uh, they, uh, Saints are like that. I mean, they have a good team. The defense is not bad. I mean, sometimes it's easy um, how would I say, it? easy shape up to do, but it's not that bad. But I'm going to go with the, um, I'm going with the Saints, but uh, I don't think they're, actually, I'm going to go with the Texans because I don't think the Saints covered um, the seven points here. I think the Saints do win, but I don't think they cover by seven. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I share the same opinion. I'm going to have to agree with you again five times in a row. Uh, obviously, the Saints here, you got Drew Brees just turning 40. Uh, and they're coming off two heartbreaking ends to their last two seasons with first in 2017 season against Minnesota with the Minnesota Miracle with Stephon Diggs catching the last second uh, touchdown and running it into the end zone. And then last season, the missed pass interference call against the Rams, and they end up losing on a game-winning field goal by Greg Zerline in overtime. So it's kind of two heartbreaking losses, and then that's really kind of tough to kind of recover from. We'll see how they fare this season, but I think Drew Brees uh, will see some signs of slippage, in my opinion, this season. Uh, 40 years old now, going into his 19th season. Alvin Kamara is the clear workhorse in the uh, backfield now with Mark Ingram gone, and then Michael Thomas... uh, He's going to be drawing double, triple coverage a lot. And the other guys like Ted Ginn Jr., Traquan Smith, they're going to need to step up and make big catches for Breeze. Uh, let's see if they do that. But in this game, obviously, on the other side for the Texans, you have uh, Deshaun Watson, the young quarterback, and 
two uh, good wideout targets for him, Will Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins. The key for him, obviously, is to stay healthy, and they have a good enough defense uh, on for the Texans, even after trading Jadavion Clowney last weekend to the Seahawks. They still have J.J. Watt and some of their other uh, good defensive end guys that can get after the quarterback. So I think uh, they will kind of limit the Saints, but I, I don't think they have enough to win in the Superdome. So I'm going to take the Texans plus seven. agree with you, Akshay, but I think the Saints are going to win this one. Uh, I'm going to go 24 to 21 Saints in this one. All right. Sounds good. Okay. So that'll wrap it up for week one Scorching Six picks. Akshay, thank you so much for coming on. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me, bro. Thank you for having me. And look forward to having you on throughout the entire 2019 season. And everybody, thank you so much for listening. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed uh, the kickoff Thursday night football game and hope you guys enjoy all the weekend games on Sunday and Monday.